This episode of the Tech on Tap podcast, we brought in Veeam's tech evangelist, Michael Cade of the NetApp A-Team to discuss Veeam's latest release. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi, Glenn Sizemore, and Sully the Monster. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi, and on the phone with me today is the absent Glenn Sizemore. Hey man, I am present and accountable virtually, digitally, digitally, analog by the power of collaboration software in 2017. That's right. We are in a new band. generation. This yes, is a this is a new brave new world. I can turn on IT. this camera and wave at you. You but. could, but don't do that. You're probably in your underwear. I don't want to see that. And, and honestly, if you're not in your underwear, why not? You're at home. Why not podcast well, I, in your I underwear? I had to be prepared for Michael. That's true. Michael. That's right. Michael's here today. So Michael Cade is in the office. Uh, he's actually here locally. We don't have to do it over a, a bad WebEx connection and have it kind of break up on us because I guess they don't have true internet over there. Um, but yeah, so Michael Cade's here today. He is uh, a representative from Veeam, um, and he'll give us a little more information about who he is. And we're going to talk about the new release of Veeam. So, Michael Cade, if you could tell us what you do at Veeam and uh, why you're here. Yeah, hi Justin, hi Glenn. Um, yeah, so I'm a technical evangelist at, at Veeam Software and a member of the NetApp A team. So that's ultimately why I'm in town this week. What we want to talk about is Veeam Availability Suite nine five update two that's been released this week, bringing full support for ONTAP 9.1. It really goes back to what we already do with with NetApp, I guess. So things around our backup from storage snapshots. So in a VMware world, we've got the ability to offload that VM uh, impact from a VM snapshot down to the storage array using that that awesome uh, storage snapshot that NetApp brings to the party and then be able to pull that, that data off there from a snapshot into our backup repository. And that's another thing that we can we can talk about so we've also released a data sheet this week prior to to veeam on our our, uh, our event next week is around the e-series as a as a backup repository so there's there's express packs out there where we've jointly jointly put them together size them accordingly so that they can be slotted in as a as a let's say a, a backup appliance so we get in the best of breed from a from a uh, from an e-series and performance there from recovery instant vm recovery from from veeam but then also you're getting all the, the choice of features from, from Veeam as well on that. Tell us a little bit about why you think people use Veeam. Like what sort of benefit do they get out of using that? Yeah, and, and, and maybe even take a tiny half step back from there and just br- very briefly explain Veeam just in case that one guy and gal who, who, who haven't came across you yet, Michael. Let's do a Veeam, Veeam 101 first of all. So what we do or what we've been known for for the last nine years, Veeam are nine years old now, um, is the ability to back up virtual machines, virtual infrastructure, both on VMware and Hyper-V. We kind of transitioned a bit at the midpoint last year around uh, our availability platform for the for the hybrid cloud, so being able to now protect uh, the physical workloads that we couldn't do before, being able to protect Office 365 Mail, being able to use uh, those agents to protect cloud instances and any, any virtual machine that was using raw device mappings, but really using the same tool set to bring that all together. Ultimately, our product is is around backing up the, the virtualization in an agentless manner, 
quite powerful and scalable um, at that point. So being able to do that with an application consistency, so being able to pull those those Exchange, SQL, SharePoint, Oracle, Active Directory, all in an application consistent way onto that backup rep repository and be able to then use our Veeam Explorers to pull those out individually and drop them back into the live system without causing any downtime. So I guess that's the marketing side of things is our availability. So bringing availability to the enterprise, that's our, our, our tagline, if you like. So being able to protect any workload, wherever that may reside. All right, so we got the what is Veeam out of the way. Let's do the why. Hands up here, right? So I'm a NetApp A-teamer, so I'm a massive advocate for NetApp technologies, and I obviously work for theme so a vendor a partner vendor for uh, for netapp so what how i position this if i'm talking to our, our customers our joint customers is about how we how veeam can make the data fabric available so being able to protect those workloads wherever they reside around that data fabric in whatever manner we need to do it and in the best form um, we can protect that so that's really the the why is all of that stuff around the application aware, processing, the agentless approach to virtualization, being able to uh, offload that, that impact of performance from a VMware snapshot down to that storage array and be able to take that out, but also being able to use other products that we have specifically for, for the NetApp portfolio around our Veeam Explorer. So if you've been using a an ONTAP system right the way back to, to seven mode, eight, uh, 8.0, I believe we we um, support. We're able to take that Veeam Explorer for storage snapshots, and we're actually able to add that controller in and use our software, use our recovery methods to be able to pull out those individual items. They might not be crash, uh, they might not be application consistent, but we can still get some of that data out, even though Veeam has had nothing to do with that. Okay, so we've talked about what Veeam is. We've talked about why you might want to use it. Um, how would I use this with, especially in, in regards to like NetApp and our data fabric? How would that fit in? It's no no hidden secret that the the data fabric is built up around the SnapMirror or the Snap Vault um, technology from from NetApp, right? Being able to transport that data from A to B to C and back again if need be. Now, what Veeam have as well is the ability to orchestrate that. So not only can we take that application consistency, but also being able to use that same management console to be able to orchestrate the local snapshot retention, then trigger a snap mirror to a secondary site and then a, or a snap bolt to another site and, and so on and so forth. And just using that that one management pane, I won't say the single pane of glass. But yeah, being able to just said it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got something for you here. <laughs> it's a good job you're sat over there, Justin. All right. So that that's actually, you know, of, of course, this is why, you know, Veeam has been taken off like the rocket ship that it has. And quite frankly, I don't really think we needed to introduce you, but just in case we wanted to include that. Um, but but let's start to pick apart this uh, some of those specific integrations. Uh, can you talk about your sandbox capabilities that, that, that you expose and how customers can use that to shorten their application development cycles? Everyone knows FlexLoan. If you're listening to this podcast, you've probably heard of the FlexLoan uh, capabilities that NetApp brings to the brings to the table here. And I'm speaking from a partner that, that installed, architected NetApp solutions going way back. And when FlexLoan first comes, it's a, it is a great, a great feature. But nine times out of 10, people aren't using it because of the, the cumbersome approach to be able to bring all of those application groups together and fire them up and then clean them away. So what Veeam can do, and I've, I've recorded a few sessions on this, and 
I've submitted one for insight if everyone's out there that can uh, vote for that is um, around FlexClone on steroids. So being able to take those snapshots that are in an application consistent state, being able to take them from different volumes, different even different phase arrays if need be or on tap systems, but be able to then pull them together in an application group send them to a virtual switch within VMware and that virtual switch can span several it can use distributed virtual switches or it can use standard be able to spin those application group groups up so let's say for example a a, a web server front end backed by SQL and it requires some dependencies around uh, DNS and AD authentication and they're in different tiers of storage across the across the estate what we can do is we'll take We'll take those those snapshots. We'll turn them into the flex clone. That's a space efficient um, clone of the of the the volume. We'll present that as a data store, and we'll spin up the virtual machines that we require, the Active Directory, the SQL Server, as well as the web server, in a in the specific order that we tell it. And then from there, we can. Uh, it's in an isolated network. It's on that isolated V switch. People, the dev team, test dev, troubleshooting, et cetera, can now jump into that on that space-efficient LUN or volume, work up way on that, and then we can drop that down automatically from, from Veeam, tidying away all the flex clones, tidying away all the virtual machines from, from the VMware estate as well. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's killer, man. It, it's, it's so killer because... Uh, you know that we've talked about it on this podcast many times. This that is the core loop that that really brings value traditionally in NetApp's uh, Snap Manager suite, where where our our field is mostly familiar. Right? Uh, it's it's you know the backups and the restores. That's that's business stakes. That's just table stakes rather. That that's why you're there in the first place. But it's the ability to then take this thing that you're taking for basic business protection reasons. And then leverage it to to extract actual value. That that is where it starts to get exciting, and and where I think that you guys are potentially a little bit unique. Uh, I, I will admit I'm not uh, a, a a backup and restore uh, guru these days, right? I'm way too much heads down in NetApp land. But uh, the ability to pull apart those desperate uh, application workloads and build a logical application group, I forget what you called it just now, um, but then use that as the, the unit of cloning, I can, oh man, that is killer. Yeah, so so on that, um, obviously the benefits of that is that we're leveraging the, the production storage investment or potentially a disaster recovery investment in, in ONTAP. But also we have the same features and functionality wherever we back, we're backing up to as well. So obviously the IOPS don't lie, right? So if we're going to, to a, another storage that isn't your production all flash FAS, then it's not going to perform as, as fast. So it depends on what you need that lab for. But ultimately some of the testing that we've been doing with, with your TMEs around the E-Series and how we're what the performance that we're seeing around uh, presenting those backup files as a virtual lab from and E-Series, we're getting some great, great report, re performance from that as well. I mean, that's that. It's a it's a technique that we use internally, like at NetApp, and and I've 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 seen externally at, at customers. You know, one of the uh, a, a quotable reference, which is a bit dated, but whatever, it's quotable, is is uh, our old bank in the box solution with ING out of Australia. You know, it's it's essentially just the problem of. 
I have a team that needs to do something with a, a thing that is living in, in the public side of how my business runs, right? And I need a means for that team to safely figure out how to do their work, whether that is writing new code for extending a feature or troubleshooting a bug, uh, figuring out performance bottlenecks, you know, whatever it may be, whatever's going on, the ability to go and take a logical snapshot of, 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 of in, in this instance, a literal snapshot, right, of, of all of those environments and then orchestrate bringing that back together you know, whether it's on the primary storage or hitting, sitting off uh, an Express Pack E-Series target, you know, and then boot that back up and, and let the team work with it. Again, like you're taking something that was originally created just for core business protection reasons, and, and you're now leveraging that resource to accelerate another part of your business, right? You're removing an entire different problem. It's It's very, very powerful when you acknowledge like, how it can shorten workflows in particular and, and uh, uh, particularly simplify that, that CICD tool chain. Yeah, exactly. Exactly put, Glenn, right, from a, from a NetApp point of view, is the ability to, to do that is a real differentiator for us. Uh, we're not pushing any agents out to any of the machines that we're doing. That, that scenario that I mentioned, so the Active Directory, the DC, for example, that could be we could be backing that up because we don't – ultimately need that fast restore of a, an active directory server on kept on the on the snapshot on the array so we might offload that directly on a daily basis to our e-series there's no reason why the application group can't take machines from different storage tiers so that's another thing an interesting point that I've been talking to our customers around is because we have that ability to orchestrate those those storage the, the storage snapshots and leave them on there is there might be let's keep 48 hours hourly snapshots on the actual production array and then offload the the one day to 30 days off to something like an e-series and then we can obviously we want to maybe want to snap vault over to a secondary fast system or even another another e-series in a secondary location for that that 321 type type methodology so three copies of your data on two different media types and one of those being offsite. If we can adhere to that, and I don't care what backup vendor you're you're using, if we can adhere to that then then you'll be in a good space whatever scenario hits your hits your data. Another thing to to kind of mention around that orchestration piece is not only can we orchestrate from the production over to a secondary is we've got the ability to offload not only reduce that impact on the VMware environment on the live site, we've also got the ability to then just ping that that uh, snap mirror over to a second and then actually take the backup from there so again now completely removing any any impact to the whole production environment when it comes to to taking those snapshots and, and taking a backup i mean this is the data fabric guys and gals like what, what, what michael is describing from from nenap's perspective this is the data fabric right take your data and then by a combination of ecosystem largely powered by by NetApp storage specific technology, you know, let's go ahead and orchestrate a workflow where we're going to combine a couple of different use cases, but in the most optimized manner possible, let's manage that data throughout its life cycle, right? And, and I love the way you put it, man, because you're right. 
you know, as much as there may be a sales rep out there that would love for you to keep every single bit of every change that's ever come through your business on NetApp Disk somewhere, <laughs> that's probably not the greatest idea from a business perspective, right? So, so let's align restoration requirements with where the data is actually located and then offload it as appropriate. And then uh, as, as we need to actually get into, you know, if you are looking for that secondary copy with the Express Packs option, we've got something really compelling these days. So with that in mind, Michael, can you can you actually uh, can we dive into those express packs and 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 just spell out for for the listener what that is uh, and and where they can go to learn more about it? So the NetApp Express or so the NetApp E Series Express Pack consists of the twenty eight hundred series, um, the E Series twenty eight hundred series. So there's there's two flavors: one with four terabyte drives, one with eight. There's a a configuration guide. Uh, a validated design, if you like, that's being worked on at the moment jointly between Veeam and, and NetApp. And ultimately, these these express packs go, they join up when they get to the distribution layer. And then as as partners, they can they can position that out to you as, a, as part of the solution. But they're sized accordingly, so you'll be able to see what, um, so what an esti- a, a good estimate around how many Veeam, Veeam sockets or how many virtual machines you'd expect to be able to protect onto that onto that system um also obviously the usable capacity and all of that stuff how long do you want to keep your data for all of them movable parts and and numbers but ultimately that the express pack is there to be able to consume that small medium large type type backup repository but the other the real compelling point to to why the 2800 and veeam is ultimately because and it's always been a great SAM backup appliance, right? It's always been very good for, for Veeam to throw our backup straight onto that. We can do our own software deduplication, so expect to see a two-to-one, 50% saving on there. But what now the E2800 brought was the ability to to start a, a read cache. So we were just talking about all of that, that great stuff about leveraging that data. So that read cache is really going to just help accelerate that, that read um, that read operation from that backup target, which a lot of other SAM backup appliances they either bring dedupe, which is ultimately going to slow things down, or it's going to they're, they're just spinning disk, which is what the E series was before. But they've recognised that they could use this as a backup target and and be able to leverage that. And Veeam jumped right on that, and that's why we've got a data sheet going out, as I mentioned at the top of the top of the show around those those express packs and what what they bring um what features and benefits they bring together and also i'm working on a performance white paper with acash one of your e-series tmes and and actually working out like how many instant vm recoveries and maybe i'll touch on what what instant vm recovery is but ultimately how fast can we restore either a subset of of virtual machines or a whole environment from that e-series and that's really the the key benefit to that is that we're now going to have performance metrics that we can say, look, this is what we can do with these two, this software and this hardware. Yeah. So so we're, we're so we're really talking full stack partner integration, right? When we're when when a customer starts to consider Veeam, you know, whether it's the native integration with with our snapshots or or uh, our our native uh, replication through SnapMirror or SnapVault. And then when you get to that, that uh, the need to actually get it into a new format to protect yourselves from format corruption, even though that never actually happens. Waffle, whatever, it's still best practice 
uh, we, we, we can provide you the cheap, deep, cost-effective methodology through our E-Series bundles. Yeah, and it's really that. So that E series is there to really pinpoint that that seven fourteen thirty day retention. So it's going to be right next to your production workload. It's going to be there just in case anything happens to that production workload. Let's, it it could just be a a minimal outage, but not for the the rack next to it, which is where the E series resides. So we can then just leverage that. And then that kind of brings me on to the next thing around another part of the, the data fabric in, in terms of Altavolt. So being able to go from those two copies of your data on two different media types there, so they're on the same site but on two different media types, we've, we've then got the option to even extend that further by sending that 30-plus days over to an Altavolt and then out into maybe a public cloud if that's if that's the way you want to go as a business but ultimately the ultravolt opens up so many different areas of of container to to store those those backups off-site in a secondary location all right michael cade thanks so much for joining us today from veeam uh if you could tell us how we can get in touch with you on social media and what sort of blogs you have out there go for it so yeah uh, you can get me at, on twitter at, at michael cade one and please do Contact me if there's anything NetApp and Veeam related. I should be a, a pretty good uh, resource for that. You can find some mixed Veeam and NetApp blogs around vzilla.co.uk. And the one thing that I did mention was around FlexCloud on steroids. I actually did a walkthrough on how easy that is to set up. It's on YouTube. If you just go on there and type in FlexCloud on steroids, you're going to find that. All right. Thanks a lot, Michael Cade. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher or via techontechpodcast.com. If you'd like to share today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tech podcast team and Michael Cave of Veeam, thanks for listening. Veeam, it just works. It does. It does. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. Oh, yeah. Partners. Now, now, now all you got to do is crack open that door across the hall and turn your beer back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I spear bash today. Are you guys aware? Well, I've heard it on the podcast. It's Cinco de Mayo and it's beer day. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You guys are lucky. I got to sit on a call while you guys get to drink beer. Gutted. Alliance Science. <laughs> okay.